Welcome to the Last D&D Podcast. The sun rises on Elhorn. Ma Hunkle brushes off the night's frost from the heather-thatched roof of her general store, while Eddie, owner of the local tavern, tosses out the barfly who should have left hours ago. And those who skulk in the shadows, peddling the wares they shouldn't be selling, slink back into the holes they crawled out of. Amongst all this, two figures stand outside Castle Elhorn's gates. A halfling girl, no older than 23, and her ally, a disheveled man with a scar across his face. They wait patiently, their breath condensing in the cool autumn air. Just days ago, they heard of King Ivo's quest. The king called upon Elhorn's boldest and bravest to venture into Exile's Forest, a place no one has returned from in nearly 20 years. Soon, a young elite guard greets them, opens the gates, and silently escorts the halfling and the man into the castle. Down the labyrinth corridors, they join another guard, leading another halfling, this time a man with dirty blonde hair, who is joined by a brutish figure concealed under a dark cloak. The halfling man carries a sly smirk as he rubs the back of his neck, and the brute grunts with every step. Then, down another corridor, they meet another guard, leading a young girl in her later teens wearing a wolf pelt as a cloak. After some time, a fourth guard joins the group, leading another young girl, this one in her late teens, early 20s. Uh, she confidently carries a war hammer that's nearly as tall as she is. After what feels like an hour, the guards escort the girl in the pelt, the halflings, the girl with the hammer, the disheveled man, and the brute into the castle's throne room. There, they find the seventh member of this assembly, an edgy-looking ball pie, or fox folk, as they're colloquially called. Around his wrists are heavy-looking manacles, and by his side is an older, tougher guard. Once everyone is assembled, this guard nods to his cohorts, uncuffs the fox folk, and just as silently as they entered, the five guards leave you all standing in a row, facing two ornate silver and blue thrones sitting upon a dais across the room. And for the time being, you are alone. Um, so this is the part where you guys will introduce yourselves. Oh gosh, she goes first. I mean, you can go in the order I like narrate it if you want. Sure. So before you, you'd see um, a man who looks fairly old. He has long gray hair kind of tied off to a ponytail kind of falls down uh to his like upper back area um he has a scar kind of going from like his forehead cut down to kind of his cheekbone um on the left eye which is covered with an eye patch and uh his face looks pretty weathered his hands the same uh he's wearing kind of like a black robe that kind of flows down to just around like the knee area um it's straight black with just some like silver trim to it but uh, with no sleeves, and it's got uh, silvery, like a matte silver kind of pant that kind of comes down to his blue, uh, to his black boots. Um, and standing beside him is, um, yeah. So beside slash, kind of hiding behind, uh, holding the back of uh, his cloak is a really tiny halfling girl. Um, she has dark skin, super curly hair that um, falls in front of her eyes. Uh, she looks pretty skittish. She's also wearing a dark cloak. Um, and she is avoiding eye contact with everybody. He's going to turn to the group and he's going to say, uh, Hello, I'm uh, Dej, and this is Danny. And I'll give a little oh shy wave. <laughs> Hi. Uh, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, you as well. What's, uh, what's all of your names? Uh, well... Name's Karuda and uh, Karuda Quintess. Uh, my friends call me Root, and I can tell that this uh, will become a very friendly relationship real fast. And um, Big Guy's Aganek 
watches out for me. So wouldn't test him if I was you. Swagronak's a big dude. Um, <laughs> Great. Looks like a freakier version of an orc. If that makes any sense. Scary um, orc. Yeah, scary orc. orc. Got um, grayish green skin on him. And like his eyebrows sort of mold into um, horns. And those horns sort of go out wide on the other side of his head. Like Chanarak do. He's got like spikes all over his body. Which is kind of not too nice. And um, got that human tail as well. For Ruth, uh, he is also a halfling. He's a, a little tall for a halfling. He's about uh, three, like a, a little over three feet. And uh, got uh, dirty blonde hair that he has like slick, flat, uh, slick, slick back with a, a couple like silvery streaks in it. Uh, and he's got a, a vest and some. Some very sort of like flowy pants that look like a that look like they have uh, some like like nice silk adornments, and he's wearing a surprising amount of like golden looking jewelry. There's a there's noticeably a very very large uh, golden locket that's like sort of had to been like doubled over and wrapped around him several times in order to make sure that it like stays uh, put and it like sort of hangs down uh, by his waist. Um, my girl is. Late teens. She's pretty short, like 5'3", uh, being a bit lanky, um, and she's wearing a fur cloak. Oh, well, very well. It's nice to meet both of you. And uh, you over there, who are you? Uh, you can call me Lucky. Um, so Lucky is a girl. She looks like like late teens, early 20s. She's wearing like a big hat with some feathers sticking out of it. She's like covered head to toe, so you can't really see, but like there's paler patches on her skin in some spots and like over her eyes and her hair is pulled into like two little buns. She's got a pretty big warhammer and she looks like she could probably swing it, even though she's pretty short. You're not gonna give a little very, very small wave and say Fox. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your name? What, uh, what's your what's yeah, your yeah. name? certainly are one of those. It's Fox. Just like a somewhat tall fox guy. All black. Just dressed in all black. Um, short sleeves, short cape, knee-high boots. You know. You know. It's, it's, all, it's all black. Super edgy. <laughs> just like arms crossed and glowering at everyone else. <laughs> is the, like, is your, like, your, I'm assuming fur uh, no, black it's, as well? It's, Orange. Oh, okay. Orange. Okay. I just wanted, just wanted to make sure. Now, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm noticing that there's going to be what looks like a lot of small, small children look looks like in here, and I'm, I'm no babysitter. This is in some sort of club for babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> this is in some sort of babysitters club. Of course. <laughs> Long, long as you know, I'm not going to be looking out for you. I don't need you to. I bet I could take you down in two hits. Ooh, feisty. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. God, you guys uh, are a suicide squad. I love it. Suicide <laughs> squad. I was just going to say, you said in the room, it was just the two kind of like ornate thrones that are kind of sitting up at the top there. Yeah, so it's um, only just this group that's in. There's no one else around. 
Yeah, so um, this it's like very clearly a throne, a throne room. It's like, you know, uh, it's a bit more... I don't think any of you have been inside the castle before because that'd be wild. But whatever your kind of uh, assumptions on what a castle looks like, you, as you all were being escorted through it, you notice it's pretty bare. Like, there's not, like, art on the walls or anything. It's all just a lot of, like, pale white marble um, yeah. columns and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. The most, like, castle-y thing you've seen since you were all brought in was um, these two thrones made of, like, um, silver with, um, like, a blue velvet cushions, I guess. And you kind of, as you guys have been standing here for a couple moments, you mm -hmm. notice there's actually a third chair up on the dais, but it's, like, a little wooden stool made of really shitty wood. Yeah, ha have to say, not not what I expected from a castle. Expected a lot more things to steal. Yeah, you'd think with all that money, they'd have some, like decorations or some shit yeah so after a few moments two large oak doors from behind the thrones open up and a very like lean human man tumbles out he's wearing gaudy patchwork jester's garb um yeah. with like a jingle jangle hat and uh silly boots and the whole the whole spiel yeah. he tumbles out and he hops to his feet to the edge of the dais in front of you. And he takes out um, a bugle from this sack that he's carrying that looks like it's made out of the same patchwork material as his jumpsuit. And he goes, uh, do, 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 do. Presenting our Lord King Ivo Steig. And then the doors open again and an elderly man shuffles out. His golden bejeweled crown slumps down on his head, making his ears point out. His um, slick silver hair curls back uh, over the back of the crown. Draped over his shoulders uh, and back is a long red cape trimmed with white fur, the end of which drags behind him on the floor. And the man uses a long golden scepter as a walking stick as he makes his way to the leftmost throne. And as uh, King Ivo sits, the jester hurries to the little wooden stool and sits down. The stool is very short, so his legs kind of stick out pretty far making him look very silly who fucking who he's got a he's got an entrance party and everything king ivo uh looks at all of you uh and sighs they don't inspire much uh confidence do they kebab neither do you sir excuse me <laughs> not nothing i didn't say anything i didn't think so and the jester laughs and he says no they look like a bunch of look like a like a like a bunch of uh idiots <laughs> <laughs> and he takes out like a ball from his sack and just like whips it at um whips it at fox oh i like move out of the way yeah like it doesn't hit you or anything he just kind of okay. whips it at you because he's a dick uh, <laughs> i mean tough words coming from someone wearing jingle jangle boots i want to go pick up the ball that he threw <laughs> okay it's like a <laughs> tennis ball Perfect. oh my gosh it's mine now. You can write that in your inventory. <laughs> Good. You now have one tennis ball. Uh -huh. <laughs> so Ivo looks at all of you and he says, um, uh, a fortnight ago, my wise men witnessed three objects fall from the heavens and crash into my forest. Uh, the prevailing theory is these objects contain the stuff stars are made out of. Uh, this is something incredibly valuable to me, so... 
uh, a lot of you will go into that accursed forest, collect these fallen stars, and bring them back to me. In return, you'll each gain a single favor from me, whether it be riches, power, a pardon for the crimes I assume you've all committed, or whatever. You will not tamper with these objects, you will not speak of this mission, and any deviation of going into the forest, getting my property, and bringing it to me will result in your death. Uh, you've been chosen for this quest explicitly because you are not my kingdom's best or brightest, brave or bold, quite the opposite. Those titles belong to my elite guards. Uh, you are being sent into Exile's Forest because, and just from the looks of you, the majority of you should have been sentenced to exile. And at the end of the day, your lives are expendable. Hell, if all but the most normal one of you died on this mission, I would be a very happy king. Uh, is that understood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Whatever. Of course. I wasn't listening, but all right. I love the enthusiasm. Um, so you have the day to prepare and settle your affairs. Um, at sundown, you will meet... Um, um, you know, some guards and kebab, um, and, uh, you will be sent out into the forest and then your mission will begin. Um, kebab here will answer any questions you have, but please do not dilly-dally. I don't, I don't want any of you in my castle anymore. And then he gets up and shuffles out of the doors. Good speech. He was a bright one, eh? Kebab sits down on the edge of the dais and kind of like, dangles his feet mindlessly and just kind of sits there. We left her alone in a room with this guy. All the doors yep. are closed. Yep. Uh-huh. I just kind of want to wander around the room and I kind of just want to take like stock of like what's in the room and what it looks like. I'm going to follow you around. <laughs> There's the two thrones and kebab stool. Uh, there are six marble pillars um, lining, like three lining each wall, if that makes sense, making like a little hallway. There's a long blue carpet along the floor. And that's pretty much that's all in this room. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to like wander around. Uh, Kapov's like, hey, don't don't touch anything or anything. And I'm going to touch the wall. Gonna no, touch the wall don't do that, it. please. Don't. Oh, he's touching touch another a wall. Brick. He's touching a wall. Uh, oh, always oh, a bad boy. He's touching the wall. Don't touch the wall. Your fingers are probably filthy with peasant dirt or whatever. He whips a tennis ball at you. Can <laughs> I catch it? That was yeah, uh, nice. Yeah, roll a dex a dexterity check. Well, first ring of the of the campaign. Oh, to catch a ball. To catch a okay. tennis ball that a jester threw at you. I wouldn't have it any other way. I hope that's also the last roll in the campaign. What is it? A dex saving throw? Just a dex check. Okay. Um. Yeah, oh, you I catch that really good. Yes, 22! 22! Yeah. 18, 22. Next time actual uh, yeah. dice, I forgot. <laughs> Oops. That's okay. Uh, yeah, you catch it, and he says, wow, you're good at catching things. I'm gonna stick my tongue out at him. Make a funny that's, face. That's disgusting. Uh, do you guys have any questions, or are you guys just going to be dicks and not leave? Yeah, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What do you do here other than uh, royal ass liquor? <laughs> Gross. That's disgusting. Um, I'm um, a jester, and I um, and yeah, I know. King Ivo's, yeah, 
Um, and I'm, you know, I'm King Ivo's best friend. I help him <laughs> I'm with sure. his daily tasks. I am. Um, I am his best friend, just due to the fact that I'm the only person he talks to. Oh, so you're his best friend just by default, then? That's uh, yeah, cool. That's the best way to win, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. Just by default, it's the best. Um, here, you get a tennis ball, and he just loves. He loves root a tennis ball. He doesn't whip it at you. He just passes it to you. Here's a tennis ball. I'm sorry. Do you just have an endless supply of tennis balls or some, like, weird thing like that? Huh? No, I'll never tell. I have... The amount of tennis balls I do or don't have is not of importance to you. Uh, yeah, quite frankly, I, I I don't care. If you don't want it, I'll take it back. Uh, I mean, no, I'm going to keep it, but... You guys have questions? Like... Are you just kind of being dicks? Like, fuck. I have a question. When you say riches, uh, like, how much are we talking about here? Oh, good one, good one. Uh, um, like a lot. It's he's the king. He has pretty much access to all the money. Are you sure? Because like, I'm looking around, and uh, this yeah, place looks it. like uh dirt. It doesn't look like dirt. He just doesn't. It's it's minimalist. Minimalist, minimalist. Peasants don't understand like mm-hmm. interior design. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I mean, I think I'm a pretty good. There's nothing here to design. Can't be bad at design if you don't design nothing. That's right. It's great. It's you know, it's clean. It's it's uh, yeah. So to answer your question, you can have um, you can't have all the gold in the kingdom. That would be absurd. But you can have you know a lot, like right. um, like a million gold. Probably. Million and a half. Alright, that works for me. More gold you'd know what to do with. That's for sure. That's for sure. Alright, who else had questions? Show of hands. Who's got questions for old kebab here? I'm gonna, uh, as he was kind of like focusing on the rest of the group and I was kind of wandering around, I'm gonna kind of mm. I'll kind of just wander in behind him just kind of like as I was walking around, he's sitting where he is. I'll kind of like go behind yeah. the thrones. I'll go up okay. behind him I'll just put like a really heavy hand on his shoulder. Ah, why you, do, you and, can't be up here? And I'm gonna look at him and be like, "Do we get any provisions? Like food? Uh, stuff for the wilds? No, you gotta get that on your own. Didn't you Very hear his well. speech? The, the king doesn't care if we live or die as long as one of you brings the thing back. And we're kind of hedging our bets. There's like a dozen of you." I'm going to uh, take. I'm going to take my hand off, and I'm going to, with my other hand, just bounce the tennis ball off his head and walk away. Ow! With the, like, I'm going to bounce it off his head, catch it, and walk away. Ow! Don't. Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, kebab. I'd like to say it's been a pleasure, but it really hasn't. So, um. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, Egonek, and I'm going to toss him the the tennis ball. I don't know how you guys brought a. Uh, what is he, a, a bear or something? I don't know how you brought that in here. He's a weird fucking bear. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, good yeah. for him. Of course. All right. Well, I'll see you guys at sundown. Uh, and if you're late, we'll just leave without you. I'm going to go get some coffee. That sounds like a great idea. It's very early. I haven't had my coffee either. Um, all right. Bye. Um, just leave the way you came in. Don't wander around the castle. Well, now that you've said that, I've got to wander around the castle. Well, the gods will most certainly kill you yeah. if you do that. Um, and then we'll have to find new, I don't know, ruffians 
to send into the forest. Yeah, good luck with that. And we just, we really hate, hate that. So just, As much right, as bye. I would love to be an inconvenience for you, uh, I am gonna yeah. survive this, so uh, I'll see you soon, buddy. And I turn to leave. Yeah, best of luck. We'll see. We'll see you tonight. Goodbye. I mean, good ruffians is in in limited supply, so uh, good luck with that. Yeah, by design, <laughs> this kingdom sends them away. Yeah, seem, we hate ruffians. Kind of like a like a bad judgment on your part now, huh? Now that you need them. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think the king, the king is smart and correct in this, in the way he runs his kingdom. Can I uh, go to the doors where the king left and open them? They do not open. Damn. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're not supposed to be on the dais. Get down from the dais. Oh, you should leave the way that we came in. This is where you I came didn't... in. No. <laughs> the, the doors oh. you came in are across the, the room over oh. there. And he my, points. My, my, my bad. I walk over to the doors. You're, you're dumb as a bag of tennis balls. You're dumb as bricks. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to place a bet that this old man's going to die first. Mm. I would also like to put a bet down that I will die first. Oh. Yeah, okay, great. You can't collect it if you're dead, so I win. I'll just, I'll leave. I'm opening the doors and leaving. <laughs> you guys leave this room? Unless you guys have, like, questions for a kebab. Kebab will answer questions for you. Um, do we have, like, a specific meat point? I wasn't sure if you actually said, like, meat. Uh, yeah, so at, at sundown, so right now it's sunrise, so you pretty much have, like, a whole day, but at sundown, you're supposed to meet at the um, kingdom gates. Should go find some provisions, and, uh, oh, what else? Um, anybody know what's out there? Uh, like, trees and shit. There's, like, a couple of you who I think know what's out there, but most of you would have, like, no idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll dig it out on the way. Yeah? Yeah, whatever. Oh, sounds, sounds right. fine. How long, how long do you expect us to be out there, huh? How many provisions are we gonna need for that? Are you asking Kebab, or are you asking each other? Just just the group. Oh, um, um, I have Goodberry. I'm, I'm assuming you guys are means. doing this, like, in the hallways as you're you leaving the like... castle, and, like, the guard, can... like, points yeah. a spirit berries? you do that. I mean, most... They don't cast spells! And they're very good. Whoa, whoa, it's just she's a slight of I mean, hand. She just you know. pulled some berries out of her, out of her coat. Don't oh. worry about it. We've been, we've been instructed oh, some kind of, kind of to, uh, let, oh, wow. to let oh. you guys just do whatever, but it don't cast spells. Because we all know you guys are... I don't know, bad in some way, so just don't cast spells. Dim it down. Or yeah. um, kill ya. Alright, yeah, we know, we know, we get it. Whatever, we're just leaving now, so put your, put your spear away, let's let's go. See ya. He puts his spear away. Is uh, the gate we're meeting at, is it the same gate I would have entered through? Yes. There's only one gate. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, you guys, um, the, the day is your own, so you guys can go uh, wherever you want. Um, in the kingdom. Since we decided this is basically no sort of babysitter's club, we should, we're not a babysitter's club. Um, yeah, I never babysitted in my life. Yeah, uh, perhaps we should just meet at the gate so no one gets babysat. Fine by me. All right, well, do we need to get any provisions or anything? We were just talking about that. I do. Yeah, well, you can get what you need to do. We don't want to babysit you. All right, fine. 
I don't need to be babysat. I'll turn to Danny and I'll be like, I'm a big girl. Let's go grab a, (laughs) turn to Danny and just be like, let's go Danny. Let's go grab some things. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. And I'll give like Um, a small wave to like everyone else, but I don't want to look at them. (laughs) You know, he Um, he looks a little bit like he's babysitting, but uh, (laughs) you know what? I'm not one to judge or anything. Um, I'm just going to go get some coffee. See you guys tonight, I guess. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's you okay. and me, then, eh? I'm gonna uh, just just the just just the couple of us, and I'm gonna lean on uh, uh Zarya, Zaria, Zaria. I'm gonna lean on Zaria. Yeah, sure. All right, and we're getting somewhere. Pox boy, what about you? You wanna wanna take along? You know, I'm just gonna like grimace and walk away. With the knowledge, uh, with with the knowledge that we have of like the no magic and like basically mm-hmm. like every race besides like mostly human races are bad. Would yeah. Fox be able to like survive in the city for a day? So, um, yeah, this is a thing that I've I've decided that like I couldn't figure out a way for someone to say. So this is something you would all know when the quest was announced. Um, there was also like um a thing of like if you're if you're someone who would normally be exiled like uh fox or um or agronac like you essentially have 24 hours where you can like exist without risking exile um okay so in a way to like entice these kind of people to to volunteer for the quest mm-hmm Okay. Um, Do they get like a badge or some sort of like armband or something to be like, I have 24 hours or something no, like that? Or is it just like an, everyone? Like everyone in the kingdom knows, I think. Okay. And like everyone just kind of has to be cool about it for a day. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. Um, You guys will get badges later though. Oh, Hell yes. Um, so yeah, you guys, you guys, um, so Fox. Root and Zarya and Agronac. I'm gonna what do you guys do first? Because you guys are the biggest group. Oh no, Fox bailed. Yeah. Um all right. Well uh I guess we should head down to the market. Um oh Agonac, this is gonna be your first time going to the market, isn't it? Very exciting. I'm gonna climb up on Agronac's shoulders. Uh like, uh, uh all right, there we go. Uh Zarya, what do you what do you reckon we should we should be getting? I know you got them them berries but uh provisions probably won't won't hurt in case you know something happens to you not saying it will but you know danger Um, forest i've never been to the market either or all right this is the first time i've left my house ever really huh basically huh interesting interesting well allow me to be your guide to uh, Elhorn. I know the market well. Know it well. All right. <clears throat> let's uh, let's get going then. Off to the market. Okay. Um, awkward moment when you guys show up. Yeah, yeah. You guys and you see, like, and you see Danny there. and Des standing there at the market trying to do their own shopping as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I assume you guys are going to go to um, the general store, unless you guys uh, yeah. want to go like 
the farmer's market, which would be cool. Yeah, general um, store, I assumed. Yeah, I would say general store too. Yeah, general first, but you know, fun stuff later. I like the idea of Ruth, Zarya, and Agronek just run into Danny and Des. I think that's really funny. So you guys are all outside <laughs> Mahunkel's shop. Uh, so the general store is a timber-framed cabin with a heather-thatched roof. Inside, pretty densely packed shop. Um, uh, Ma Hunkle is easily the oldest woman in Elhorn. She <laughs> she is shaped like a friend and has glowing, okay. kind eyes. Not literally glowing, but like metaphorically glowing, kind eyes. Everyone from the guard captain to the tired farmer to the criminal mastermind uh, cares for Ma Hunkle, and you guys walk into the shop, and she says in her voice, "Hello, good morning." Hi, Howdy. Hello. And she's kind of like, um, what's it called? Not dusting. What's it when you dust the floor? Sweeping. 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 <laughs> 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 good. She's, she's sweeping with the like you know the the brooms that are made of like straw or whatever um yeah and the like shelves are packed with with you know provisions and souvenirs and rusty old bird cages um pretty much just about anything short of weaponry you can probably get at Ma Hunkle's shop uh even Ma Hunkle uh let's see Nice broom you got there. Um, which way are Thanks. your provisions? Never had to buy those before. Provisions? Oh, I'm looking for provisions like food and drink and such. Yeah. Uh, it's around here somewhere. Uh, and she kind of like takes out of her uh, breast pocket like these thick glasses and puts them on and makes her eyes look really tiny and little. And she says, oh, they're over here. And she kind of shuffles over. Uh, to a shelf that's labeled provisions, and it's like caked in dust, because um, no one buys provisions because no one never has to leave town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's um, like hardtack and um, you know rations and stuff. She says this stuff never goes bad, yeah. and she kind of like knocks it on the counter. It's like it's, it's like good a- as new food. Yeah. Bad, though. Oh. Huh? No, it looks good. Yeah, um, that, uh, how many of those can you, uh, provide to us? Uh, I've never had to sell provisions before. Um, I could, for each of you, you guys going on a camping trip? Huh? Yeah, you can see that. That's, that's really interesting. I could sell each of you enough for, um, I mean, do you want to just, if I, I'd be out of stock if I sold you like a month's worth between the four of you, but it's not like it's flying off the shelves anyway. Like a month's worth for every single person or uh, like a month for one person? Or the the five of you, a month's worth for the five of the people in this store right now. Okay. Um, how much does that cost? From each of you, five gold pieces. Seems reasonable. I'd say, I'd say so. That's what they say about old my uncle, that she's a reasonable old, old bitty. Um, do you also by chance have a walking stick and, um, a, a, a knife of some sort or a bag that a has knife? multiple uses? A knife? Just like, like a, it's just like a carving knife. 
I can sell you a knife. It's not a weapon, though. It's just a knife. And like a walking stick. It's not a dagger. It's not a dagger. Nope, not a dagger. It's like a like a walking stick, like a wooden walking stick or something. With a knife attached to it. No, 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 no. I just I want two separate things. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, a walking walking stick stick and 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 a knife. With a knife Uh, attached. Tape this the is knife onto the stick. top of it. <laughs> um, You're yeah, thinking you of a spear. Yeah. Uh, she has a walking stick that she can sell you. It's made out of wood. Because um, there's like a farm. There's probably some some trees in the farm. Okay. Um, so she sells you that and a, and a knife. Um, and that plus your provisions will be six gold pieces. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll pay the six gold, and I'll look at everyone expectantly to put down five if they can. I'll put uh, down five. Yeah, root around in my pockets and uh, put down five. <laughs> Would Agronac buy food? Um, I assume he leaves that kind of thing for Root to do. Okay, cause... that's what I assume too. Okay, I have no money. <laughs> I'll put down an extra five. Okay. Um, do you do you have a medicine kit? No. Here? That's uh that'd be uh the um uh the clinic. Clinic sells that sort of things. That's not my my kind of my kind of steez. I sell other stuff, general stuff. I'll tug on uh Des's cloak and we'll look up at him and be like, uh can can we go um to the clinic next? Yeah, of course. Whatever you want, Danny. I want to know what Fox is up to. Fox, what do you do? I was heading to the farmer's market. Okay, cool. Fox, you go to the farmer's market. All the little kind of booths and stuff there just setting up for the day. There are no cattle in the farms, but somehow meat is always available. Yeah, Fox, you're walking around. I assume you're doing so in your typical stealthy kind of way. Yeah. And yeah, there's a bunch of farmers um, peddling their wares. Uh, is there anything you're kind of looking for here? Um, I mean, is it is it all like fresh straight from the farm, or are there like dried, oh, yeah. preserved? Okay. Uh, there's like, I mean, if you're looking for like beef jerky, there's jerky. Yes. Okay, that's exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, there's a jerky stand. It's uh Jim's jerky. It says, "Hi, I'm Jim. This is my jerky. You want some? You can chew and chew and chew, and it never, you know, can never swallow it." Oh, that's... Hey, this guy is the runner-in-two. I'm obsessed with Jim Jerky. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of Jim and his jerky. Yeah, Yeah, I got the best jerky in all of Elhorn. Wow. Right. There's only so much jerky in Elhorn. Yeah, it's the best one. (laughs) Much like most things, apparently, in Elhorn, it's the best because it's the only thing available. Uh So yeah, Fox, you're getting some jerky from Jim. I'm I'm getting some jerky from Jim's jerky. Yeah. Jim's jerky. Um, he says, how much jerky are you looking for? Um, a lot of jerky. Very, very much jerky. I can tell you a month's worth of jerky. Here's the thing about jerky. It never goes bad because mm-hmm. it's, it's cured old meat. So it can't, it's already old. It can't get older. I, that's not how that works, but all right. I disagree. I know I'm a jerky. I'm a jerky master. Um, I can tell you a month's worth of jerky for um, how much is jerky in a in Dungeons and Dragons? That's not in the handbook. <laughs> I think a month's worth of jerky. That's like three <clears throat> gold pieces. Okay. 
Can I? Uh, oh, wait, I forgot what character I'm playing. I'm not going to look out for other people. <laughs> no, yeah, of no. course not. No, yeah. all right, I'll, I'll buy that month's worth of jerky. Okay, do you have money? I do have money. Okay, cool. Prison money. You have a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> wow. um, uh, cool, yeah, you get some jerky from Jim. And he says, thank you for your business. I hope you enjoy the jerky. I put... I put an extra one in there as a thank you from me, Jim, and my family, the Jim Simpsons. Oh, thanks, Jim. Welcome. What a fantastical world we're building together. Okay, Jim's a bit creepy now. <laughs> yeah. Jim. So just, I got to actually write down in my ne- world, in my notes, that the guy in the farmer's market, there's a a farmer named Jim, Jim Jimson, who sells Jim's jerky. Yeah, great. What a good world. We've done it. I know. That's the end of the campaign, everyone. Jim was the big bad, big bad of the campaign. And Uh-oh. he bought his jerky, and now you can kill him. Um, do you do anything what? else in the farmer's market, Fox? Um, wait, am I like steal an apple? All right. Yeah, roll st- a sleight of hand. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Natural 20. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking Lord, bro. You got like 10 apples. Uh, Yeah, with an at 20, I think you get like three of the best apples. Oh, nice. And like, it was fully like the apple seller's back was fully turned, and you're just like, yoink, and just put a bunch of apples in your bag. Nice. Uh, So, yeah, as you steal from hardworking farmers, we will go and see what Lucky is up to. Oh, that's me. Oh, my God. yeah, Lucky, it's your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot what my name was for a minute. That's okay. We're all learning about each other today. <laughs> um, I'm going to go see my aunt. Oh. With air quotes. Oh, okay. Copy that. Wink. <laughs> right. Awesome. Um, yeah, you go to your aunt. Um, she has, I think, a house just in the, um, in the you know... The residential neighborhood. Uh, I think she has a pretty nice house. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, like, none of the houses are super nice, hers is a little bit nicer. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, would your aunt call you lucky? No. Um, you just... <laughs> I don't want to, like, blow up your spot. You've given me a few names here. Oh, yeah, I have. Her aunts would probably call her Max. Okay. All right, so you go to your aunt's house. Um, she is, um, I think it's like very early in the morning. So I think she's having some tea and um, whatever you eat with tea. Crumpets, I guess. And yeah, I think you just walk in to her house and she says, um, oh, good morning, Max. Hey, uh, I'm going to be out of town for a little while. I got some business to take care of, so uh, I won't be able to take on any. Yes, I I heard about the quest as well. I was there when they announced it. Um, I wish you uh, the best of luck, Max. Um, And I hope you don't uh, get eaten by whatever ooly-gooly beasts are out there. And she's like, while she's talking, she's like not looking at you. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) That's about how I imagine the relationship. (laughs) Um, I'll, we'll be, I'll be fine without you. You go and, uh, 
do whatever you have to, I suppose. All right. Um, I will say our um, benefactor does want to speak to you before um, before you leave. All right. I'll take care of it. Don't leave without saying goodbye, uh, wink. And that's when she looks up at you and winks. All right. I nod and leave. And apparently I have to go see the benefactor. <laughs> so, yeah, normally, like, this person would talk to your aunt and your aunt would talk to you, like, Mm-hmm, um, yeah. This will be. I th- I think you've met this person before, but like maybe once, maybe twice, kind of thing. Okay. Do I like know where to find them? Your aunt would meet him usually at Eddie's, I think. Okay. Um. So yeah, if you just go there. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. You go to Eddie's. Uh, Eddie's Tavern. You walk in. Um, you see Eddie Goodbarrel. The, t- the tavern owner. And he's like, oh, it's a bit too early for drinks. Uh, come back later. He kind of says that without looking at you. Got any, like, coffee or anything? Oh, it's, uh, it's you. Um, yeah, I'll get a... Yeah, a- Emma, Emma will get you some coffee. Um, Thanks. Yeah, we were told to expect you. Um, okay. And he's kind of nervous, which isn't a way I think you've seen Eddie typically. All right. Uh, and after a moment or two, uh, a dwarven woman um, who you know to be Emma Broodfist, the waitress, comes over, brings you uh, a cup of, of coffee just the way you like it. Sick. She, like, slams it. <laughs> <laughs> She's, oh, oh, careful. You'll burn, you'll burn your tongue if you do that. That's nah, fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, I, I won't. Oh, and um, halfway through her sentence, the door opens. And you see a tall, slender man, but not Slenderman. <laughs> a tall, slender man walks in wearing uh, fine clothes, a fantasy version of a suit and tie. Um, mm-hmm. And he's uh, beside him is a shorter person in... Um, like a hooded cloak and they just sit down right next to you. And Emma says, um, I'll just leave you to uh, leave, leave you, leave you guys to leave. Uh, I'm going to leave. All right. Bye. <laughs> and you, this slender man and this smaller person are alone in the tavern. Morning. Good morning. Um, I know this isn't typically how we do things, but we did hear that you were um, hitting the road, as it were, and um, the goblin wanted to speak to you. Of course. And the smaller figure takes his hood down, and it's a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a lot about the goblin, the crime boss, the goblin, and I was like, what is the goblin? He can't just be a goblin. And I was like, no, he absolutely is a goblin. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, so, like, when you said the crime boss was named the, named the goblin, I'm like, well, I guess he's a goblin. Yeah, well, I thought, like, maybe he's, like, I don't know, something else. But no, he's a goblin. Uh, and he says, do I have to call you by your, like, name? Your silly name? Or can I just call you by your regular name? Whatever you prefer, sir. All right. Um, Maxine, 
I want you to bring me one of these things that the king is sending you out to get. All right. My understanding is that there's three of them. Um, I don't need all three. I just need one of them. You bring them one of those to me, and uh, I'll uh, I'll make sure you're 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 taken care of in the best way um, that I know how. Not that sounds like I'm gonna kill you. I'm not gonna kill you, Maxine. I'm just gonna make sure your life is comfortable. If you bring me one of these these thingies that fell from the sky, yeah, you, you get me. Do we understand each other? Yeah, I understand. I don't typically talk to people. Usually, uh, usually my tall friend here talks for me, but this is a, a special occasion. So yeah, just bring me one of these things, and uh, you and your 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 aunt, you guys will be living pretty. Um, but hey, you know how I said that wasn't a threat earlier. If you don't bring me one, then it is a threat. I understand. Okay, great. One last thing. Do you know what these are? Uh, we've got some people who are pretty sure they know what they are. But that's nothing for you to worry your, your pretty little head about. All right. Don't ask questions. Okay. And he looks at the tall guy. He's like, I'm, can we go? I hate this place. This place stinks like stinks like shit. And we live in the sewers. And the tall man says, all right, that was a quick meeting. Um, we'll see you soon. And they leave. course i won't let you down and i get up and leave as well what a duo huh (laughs) (laughs) i am gonna pick up like some dried berries and like nuts and stuff for rations no jerky for lucky uh do you get from the farmer's market or for from my uncle wherever it would be available um Um, i think if you're getting like berries and stuff i think the farmer's market would have it so um uh three gold because that's how much the jerky was all right sick danny and des you guys go to the elderberry clinic it's a small home that's been refitted to be um essentially the town doctor uh due to ivo's laws all healing potions are outlawed so all these remedies by dr lydia porridge pot who is a halfling are more the word i use in my notes is more analog so it's essentially just like leaves and berries and stuff mixed into slower acting potions and antidotes and such. Like a gauze or a cream or a spread of some kind. You can get a healer's kit, uh, which is just uh, five gold pieces. Or you can, there's also other things that you could buy here, such as elderberry medicine, uh, green leaf antidote, willow shade oil, white root paste, and herbalism components what do all the other things do so elderberry elderberry medicine is effectively like a non-magical healing potion so it does um 1d4 plus one it's just kind of shittier greenleaf antidote is like if you're uh poisoned uh it relieves poison willow shade oil was for if you're like 
paralyzed somehow. I'll buy um, a green leaf antidote, and I'll um, and I'll I'll buy it for fifty gold, and I'll turn to Danny and be like, uh, "For shave keeping," and I'll stick oh. it in the backpack. Oh, oh, okay, okay, thank you. And uh, I also want to buy a healer's kit just in case. And yeah, the herbalism components, like, um, you could essentially make each of those kind of things. Like a healer's kit, like, is to stabilize mm-hmm. more than anything else. Where the herbalism component is like, if you're proficient in such things, you could make all of these for less than what they cost. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, um, if you're like, I want to be able to make elderberry medicine, it only costs 10 gold pieces, but if you want to make elderberry, elderberry medicine and the paste, that's going to cost. Okay. Like, whatever. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, so yeah. The medicine kits, before we wrap up here, the, the healer's kit, sorry. Yeah. Um, is that a one-time use stabilization, or is that like you can use it to stabilize several people? If it's a one-time use, we should probably grab a couple. Uh, no, that's, it's like a first aids kit. So I think okay, you no, can like, just... it'll be good for a while. If everyone but Danny was at below zero, you might be able to heal everyone, okay. but that would use up all of it. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy it. I'll buy sense. a second one then just for, oh. just in case. Okay. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say for future sake, like there's enough in one kit to heal seven people. Okay. So mark two of that. Yeah, that's smart. Beauty. And beauty, beauty, beauty. I, I don't have enough money, but if you have some more, do you mind getting some of the herbalism components for me? Uh, uh, sure. Um, and I'll hand over the 15 gold to spend whatever you want it on specifically. Yeah, 15 gold I think would give you like enough to make two elderberry medicines, which is essentially a lesser healing potion. Okay. Um, so that's, that's what I got. D4. I'm at zero now. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's fine. Um, I think I think that tr- the trade off for that is like the trade off for that is you can make two okay, of those potions, fine. but it and takes you as like, we like walk back a while to make. I'm just gonna look up at Des and uh, say, uh, I know one. Um, we were at that. The, the general store, you were looking for a knife, but I have some if if you want to borrow it. I was just looking to carve up the stick. Oh yeah, yeah. I I have knife. I have stuff for that. So and I'll um I'll take my backpack off and I'll like rustle through it and pull out a wood carver's kit. I have this. Oh shit, man! Danny's got lots of stuff. Oh um oh perfect. And I'll take the knife out and I'll like add it to the kit. And be like, oh, thank you. I'll do that at some point. Sweet. Yeah, you're welcome. And I'll uh, rustle back into my bag and like try to put it back at the bottom where I found it. Uh, so Root, Zarya, and Agronak, you guys are in the farmer's market. By the time they get there, am I still at the market? Um, That's up to you. I think it's like a little while after you stole some apples. Alright. Well, I probably would have left by then. Okay. Um, Not like if you did see us, you'd want to be around us. But that's... Yeah. Yeah. I think I think there's like a chance you might have passed by each other, but since Fox yeah. is a, a sneaky rogue, yeah. they didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what are you guys doing at the farmer's market? All right. Uh, so, uh, Agnes, Zaya, just let me know if something, something 
strikes your fancy as it as it as it were uh there's all kinds of stuff here in the farmer's market you know jerky oh jim jim's great uh hmm i mean i haven't been here in a while uh there's anything? a new place since you've last been there no there's one. a new booth new booth all right i don't know that it's, one uh, i don't go there it's it's uh duncan donuts no all right <laughs> No, it's a fish. It's a fish thing. It's a fish place. Um, Duncan's fish is what I'm committing to. Hi, I'm Duncan. Uh, have a, have some fish. No, the finest right. I just, fish I, in Alhorn. I just haven't seen uh, you here before, so I I wanted I'm to. New. Just opened up uh, yesterday. Oh. That is new. Uh, hmm. What kind of what kind of fish you got? Uh, God, I made a fish market and then was like, they won't ask about kinds of fish. No <sighs> way. Uh, you know, cod. If you, if you don't mind my asking, uh, where do you get fish around here? Can't tell um, you. It's a it's a trade secret. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Root, when um, there's a thing that happens to you sometimes. Yes. Um, do you disappear when this happens? Uh, it depends what the thing is. You're going to get sucked into your amulet. Oh, yeah. So he, he vanishes, <laughs> but the amulet stays. Okay. Uh, I think, like, Agronach... Are you still riding on Agronach's shoulders? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think Agronach's used to this. Yeah. Uh, but Zarya is, like... I think its back is turned. So you just kind of like pop out of existence and you go into like sorry it turns uh, around and turns back and Rich is gone. Yeah. Losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Worry about you it. are in um like that fancy room you go to. Yes. Where you meet uh Tara. The room is somewhat lavish, with deep purple paisley wallpaper, ceiling-high pillars, and sandstone wainscoting. Along the walls are portraits and paintings, each a strange recreation or approximation of a famous work. Red silk curtains hang from the ceiling, and the room is filled with golden furniture, with rare treasures, statues, and vases covering the floor and shelves. Terra Ruda, or Terra, your patron, is a large Tao, easily more than eight feet tall, adorned with fine silks and gold jewelry. Her arms are made of what looks like a smooth stone connected by thick cords of flowing mud and rock mimicking musculature. On her left shoulder is a pauldron made of cracked stone spikes, some of which fall off and float around her. On Tara's face is a bejeweled mask featuring giant horns. Behind the eye holes of the mask are just two pinpricks of Tara's shining golden eyes. As you appear in the room, Tara smiles, showing off her craggy, sharp stone teeth. Listen, Tara, I'm I'm out in I'm not in the I'm not in the underground right now. So uh I don't know if this is the Oh no one nobody will notice. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean all right. It's, I just wanted to see how you're doing. I, I uh overheard that you uh are about to head on, on this adventure. I'm excited for you. Yeah, yeah, um it's uh you know, it's exciting. Uh Says I can get a lot of a lot of riches if I uh, make it back. So 
you know, help me help you. Well, I, I understand that was uh, the King's deal, but uh, I want, I want at least one of these fallen stars. So you'll have to figure that out. This, this stars? Well, that's what the King's calling them. That's not what they are. You're a smart guy, Root. Um, you just, uh, you know, you use your wily ways and just kind of keep one secret to yourself. I'm keeping plenty of those. So what's one more, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. And I might have a way for uh, you to have some help um, if oh. you really need it. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say no to help. Well, as you know, you're not my only employee, so there might be one or two waiting for you in the forest who knows how important this is to me. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say no to the help when, when they show up, just as long as you know that this is, you know, I'm, I'm handling this mission. Yes, I wouldn't take that away from you. I'm, I'm, you're, you're the most capable of all my employees. Ah, uh, well... Wonderful. But, I mean, that's, you know, all shucks. Uh, well, uh, I'll certainly do what I can to get that for you. What should I tell the king if he asks about, you know, where one of them went or... Uh, that's that's not like. my problem. That sounds like a rude problem. Right. Um, all right, goodbye! And then you pop back onto Agronax's shoulders. Ooh. Okay. Agronax like picked up uh, salmon or something. <laughs> he's he's sniffing at it. You pick up some raw salmon. <laughs> yeah, just like with his bare hands. Hey, big guy, that's a. Uh, you interested in the in the fish? You want you want the salmon, Agronax? He's gonna nod. All right. Uh, how much for for the salmon? Uh, that salmon, that salmon there is, uh, six gold pieces for that guy right there. That's, a it's a bit, a bit steep, don't you think? No. Where else are you gonna buy salmon? I've got the, I got, I control the market. I mean, I, I suppose, or that was fucking whatever that was. <laughs> I, I'm just a country lawyer. <laughs> I, I, I suppose, um, that's true, but, uh, I'm... We're we're heading off on some very important business, and uh, I just think it might uh, behoove you to perhaps bestow uh, maybe a little a little kindness to to those of us who might be heading out on a on a specific kind of mission, you know. Wink for for the king. All right, roll a roll a persuasion check. All right, I'm rolling. Wow. Oh, do you say for the king? Yeah, for the king. Wink. All right. Uh, let's see. What is my persuasion? That's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, it is a... I got a 17. Oh, wait, no, that's a 14. My bad. Yeah. That's okay. I'm, I'm uh, 14 will do it. Because you mentioned the king, I think a 14 does. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, if it's for the king, yeah. As long as you tell the king about Duncan's fish. Uh, of course. Tell him how good the fish is. No fi- no finer fish in the in the whole kingdom, I heard. That's r- that's right. It's the best fish. Don't 
don't mince words. Um, and tell how great I am to the king, me, Duncan. Oh, of course, of course, Duncan. Duncan. No problem, Duncan. Also, um, the fish, instead of six gold pieces, is only two. Okay. Uh, cool. So now you own a, a dead fish. Sweet. You're the fish. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the fish, big guy. And I give him like a, like a pat when I'm sitting on his shoulder. <laughs> um, Zarya, what are you, what are you looking for at the farmer's market? Uh, she's just kind of like looking around people watching. She's not really planning to buy anything cause she has no money. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. How much of, how much of like the disappearing, reappearing does Zarya actually see? I'd like to know. I think Zarya noticed when you weren't there and then like, I don't think she saw you pop back, but then noticed you were there, uh-huh. you know, missed yeah. the actual disappearing and reappearing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Zarya, it's, uh, this is the first time you've been <laughs> in two places, <laughs> let alone one um, in, in your, in your life. Um, so it's, it's very, it's kind of overwhelming. I think there's a lot of noise happening. Uh, yeah. Lots of sights and smells and such. How are you feeling about that? Um, it probably starts off as like super excited and then very quickly gets like sensory overload. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. Right. I feel like after the fish stuff, Root would walk over and just be like, uh, so how are you finding the markets, are you? There are so many people. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, there's only one market in the whole kingdom. So it's, uh, yeah. Are there usually this many people? Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes more, sometimes less. It's, uh, you know, depends. You uh, found anything you like so far? Um, no, I'm good. Sorry, do you see, like, um, someone selling, like, blueberries out of a out of a barrel? And as someone who's like, I can make berries appear, they, they seem uh, a little bit enticing. Oh. I do like berries. <laughs> oh, hello. Would you like some of my blueberries? Yeah. Can I trade you one of my definitely not magic berries? That's weird way to say berries. But yeah, um, that's not I'm a lot of what you said is pretty wild because uh, we don't normally trade things here. We exchange things for money. Do you have money? No. Well, I don't. I'd say, I don't, you can have, you can have one, and she hits <laughs> a single blueberry. Thank you. You're welcome. You, you, uh, and if you want more where that came from, come back with gold. Okay, and, um, where can I get gold? A job. Mm, okay. Is Ruth just watching this, like? Yeah, I think Ruth's just watching this, like, it's, this pretty wild exchange is happening. Zaya, if, if you don't have any gold, I can get you some blueberries. I mean, if you just, just, you know, return the favor later and I'll call it even. You seem a little lost just in, in general with. Oh yeah. I'm extremely lost. I could trade you a berry. It's definitely not magic. Um, that's all right. Maybe don't refer to things as definitely not being magic because it does make, it's a little suspicious. Um, in the future, don't refer to things as definitely not magic. And if, uh, until you get some gold, if you need something, just let me know and we'll, we'll hash out a deal later. Okay. Okay. So should I call things magic then? No, just, just call them the thing. Don't mention anything pertaining to the status of if it's magic or not. Okay. 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 
So, uh, do you want more than one blueberry, or are you good with, with the one? Um, I'm okay with the one. Okay. Um, oh my god, Zarya's my favorite character. <laughs> well, um, I mean, alright. Alright, cool. So you have, do you eat the blueberry? This is yes. important. Yes, uh, I do. It's pretty okay. I think you've eaten your own good berries before, and those are really good. And this one's not as good as that. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, it's not bad. It's just like, you've had magic berries before, and magic berries taste really good. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to do in town? <laughs> oh my god. Um, Zaya, you said you never left house before, or, or your home. Um, yeah. Is that in the city, or...? Yeah, it's right over there, and I'm gonna point in whatever direction it's in. Where you live is, like, as far away as anything can be in a walled city. It's pretty, I think it's pretty secluded, even, uh, uh, as a home in a neighborhood. You know what, I don't need to ask any follow-up questions, it's fine. Um... I'm happy to answer. I'm, I just, why hadn't you left your house? You seem, you know, capable, I guess. Oh, um, it's because my parents were exiled and my new family didn't want me to be exiled. Oh, 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 all right, all right, all right. I see. Mm-hmm. So I snuck away. Oh, right. Um, there's a significantly smaller chance of them knowing that you've either left and you also not get exiled if you don't mention magic also. That's another reason why we don't mention magic. Okay. Okay, I'll remember that. Okay. So, uh, maybe we should head back to the to the castle and, um, wait, wait around there. Unless, unless there's something else you wanna, you wanna do. Um, I'm happy to follow your lead. Ah, uh, wonderful. Um, Great. At sundown, the streets of Elhorn are as empty as they always are. There was never a ruling or law about this. It's just a thing that has happened for years now. Spells are cast under moonlight, and beasts prowl the night shadows. And no one wants to be mistaken for these outlawed magic folk. In the autumn night air, a chill shivers up your spine that's hard to shake. A misty fog billows over the cobblestone streets. You all head to the Kingdom Gates where you see a pair of green-badged elite guards, six warforged, Four yellow guards and Kebab the Jester waiting for you, so the gates can be opened and you can be sent on your quest. Hey there, Kebab. You walk up to the Kebab, uh, and he says, You're late! This onesie is not very insulated, so I'm very cold. Uh, that seems like a you problem. It is, but I'm still upset about it. A Kebablem, if you will. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> kebab passes... Each of you a silver hexagonal badge with a triangular uh, blue gem in the center. It looks nearly identical to the other elite guards' badges, except the the gem in the center is a dull blue, where the other guards' while well, the other guards' gems emit a small light. Uh, he says, "Here's your badge. This identifies you as a member of the court, and without it, you will not be let back in." Um, it does other stuff, but I'm very cold, and I don't really care to explain all of it to you guys so you know best of luck don't lose this all right can do 
Is it like a cool badge or does it suck? Does it look like a Pokemon gym badge or is it like lame? It looks like um, the um, Boulder badge in the first Pokemon. Oh, I have to look that up. It's just like a gray hexagon. Wasn't the Boulder badge an octagon? Yes, it was. You no, caught me. Shapes. Gosh. Wow, it's not even like a funny flower or anything. No, it's just Pokemon. Um, hold on. <laughs> you guys would know these are what all the guards badges looks like. They're all six-sided badges with a blue thing in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, and yours, um, and then yours oh, is the okay. same, but like gray or silver. Okay, so it's like a black hexagon with a blue triangle in the middle. Yeah, all the guards badges, uh, the blue triangle in the middle, like has a small light to it where yours has no light. Okay. Kebab calls out to uh, one of the guards in the towers on the either side of the gates. And he says, okay, we're ready. Open them up. And the gates slowly open. And Kebab says, all right, get out of here. Good luck. Um, <laughs> suicide squad. Goodbye. What are we? Some kind of suicide squad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you walk out of the gates, the Warforged team mindlessly marches forward, and as they do, they begin to shove Kebab. Um, he says, well, uh, wait, hey, wait, what the, hey! And as you guys leave the kingdom, most of you for the first time in your lives, you hear a <laughs> as the gates are closed behind you, and the uh, six Warforged and the Jester Kebab are with you outside of Kingdom Elhorn. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you guys, like, coming with us? After a moment after the gates locked, the Warforged team, they all split up and move at an impossible speed, scattering in different directions into the forest. Oh. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh, um, guess not then. And that's when... What about you, Jingle? Uh, yeah, you see a panda kebab, and he's pounding at the, um, the stone iron gates. He's like, shit, you're fucked! I'm... Hey, I'm stuck out here. Let me back in. Oh, what's the matter, Kebab? Your buddy, the king, not going to rescue you? Your best friend? Don't don't make fun of me. I'm not supposed to. I'm not. I don't. I'm not prepared to be outside the kingdom. Tough. Uh, Looks like you're stuck with us, bud. Your badges won't activate until you have all three thingies, so they can't open the doors until then. Nah. Oh, God, this sucks. Oh, it seems, it seems uh, like you really are stuck with us. Oh, it's fine. Uh, you'll get used to us. We'll, we'll, you'll love the company. Would you rather we leave you here, outside the gate? We can do that, actually. Yeah, actually, I think no. I like that. Yeah, sure. I actually prefer to leave him alone. No, <laughs> yeah. don't leave me. I'm very scared. Yes, well, you're a dick. You shouldn't have thrown tennis balls at us. I just, I'm a clown, man. I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to clown around. I'm God. This is not good. Um, you look like you really are a clown, huh? Yeah. You seem to have made poor decisions in your life. You should, you know, deal with them out here. Yeah. I d- hmm. Um. Okay. Thank you for your shitty things you just said to me. Full of shitty things to say. So, um, no problem, really. Uh. So kebab slumps to the ground, and that's kind of when it hits. 
at least most of you, this is the furthest you've ever been from home in your lives. Uh, at the current hour, the forest is dark, dense, and overwhelming. I've got a uh, 60-foot dark vision. Um, does the Same. forest look several, or sorry, severely different to the way that I knew it from when I came in, or is it pretty similar? Dark. It's nighttime. <laughs> dark vision. I know. Um, no, I'm just saying, like, the last time you were in it, it wasn't nighttime. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so to answer your question, uh, Sean, um, no. It looks more or less the same since you, you were last out here. Yeah, so I could, like, if I wanted to, I could track back to, like, what I would think to be the direction that I came from? Probably. Like, it's been, like, a few years. So that... Yeah. Might make it a bit difficult. Like I think if you rolled like, say you rolled a nature check or survival check, and it was really really high, probably. But it's like the first time you've been in the forest in what like nearly twenty years, if not more. Um. So it's a hot second. Yeah, it's been a it's been a grip. Um. So like, but it's a forest. Like forests don't change too much. I don't think. Except for the fact that they do grow. That's true. There are more trees. And people live here now that probably didn't live here when you were there last. So from where you're standing, it looks the same, but if you probably went deeper in the forest, it probably will start looking different. Is it just me or what a weird choice for them to kick us out at nighttime? Oh, absolutely. Um, that's when Kebab says, yeah, we do the thing at night when we send the, rob- the, the warforged out so people don't see them during the day uh and it was just easier to do that for you guys to send you out when they go out because yeah what's the um, what's the deal with those guys oh don't worry about them they're doing they're doing their job they have their own job and their job is what i don't want to tell you um and we don't want to help you out through this forest so you know we win it's not it's not interesting there's this okay so you know how like you know like jim of jim's jerky Oh, of course. Yeah. You know how there's not like cows and 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 pigs and stuff in in the kingdom, but still mm-hmm. there's sell jerky and stuff. Mm-hmm. The warforged go out and they get the meat and bring it into town. Oh. And where? Sorry, uh, where do they get this uh, meat? Like that? That is not something that I kebab. No, uh, I just know that they go out, they get meat, and sometimes other stuff. And they don't talk or think or anything, so they can't, like, do stuff that they're not supposed to do. Right. Why didn't you just send them to find the star fragments, then? That's not what they're built for, that they don't know how to do that. Because the fragments... They can find meat, but not rocks? They're not rocks. Well. Um. Uh, no. I mean... Uh, uh, roll, roll a persuasion check, Dan- Danny, with advantage. Ooh, real dice this time. Oh yeah, real dice. Thirteen. Um. So oh, with Kabob, advantage. Just kidding. Yeah. Sixteen. Uh, Kebab says, "Um, oh god, I'm probably gonna die out here, so it doesn't matter what I tell you guys." Yeah. Um. We tried that when the things first fell down, and they just they the we sent the wool forged out, 
and they just kind of got lost and didn't come back. Um, so we were like, it's probably too difficult to task for these things. So we needed people to do it. Because the other thing is like, so the Warforged that get the meat and the other stuff, they know where that is so they can get it. But if like they're sent out to get a thing and the thing moves, they can't find it because they don't have any brains. They're just like living. They're like living um, swords or something, you know? Right. From the dark woods around you, you hear a sound breaking the night silence. The distinct sound of giggling. That's the worst possible sound. Thanks for listening to the first episode of the Last D&D Podcast. I hope you liked it. We uploaded a bunch of episodes uh, all at once. And if you like the show, please rate and subscribe and all those things that everyone tells you to do. Apparently it's important.